you know, with Dave, with Dave away on vacation in a cabin somewhere in the woods, out in the middle of nowhere with no internet connection, oh. I wonder, I wonder who could be taking his place today. Do you think we should all just start talking like this? <laughs> maybe, Miles, can you can you do a uh, can you do an American accent? <laughs> when I talk about American accents, it's always when I'm ordering stuff, and it's uh, the difference between water and water. So. <laughs> <laughs> what, if, what if we just started talking like this and you i love it everyone goes back to like the classics like oliver twist like please sir can i have some more <laughs> <laughs> and with that i think we should start the show This is PSVR Gamescast Live. We film live every single Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern. And thank God it's Friday. My name is Brian Paul from this channel right here, PSVR Without Parole. And the guys from my right, the boys. That threw me off for a second. Miles from the Miles Dyer YouTube channel. Dude, what's going on, man? What are you doing when you're not taking care of our Instagram account? Well, I'm trying to get back into like the gaming space because I've been a gamer longer than I've been doing YouTube stuff. So I recently got a setup downstairs. I'm starting streaming on Twitch and the whole streaming world with VR is a whole other, you know, alien to deal with because, you know, you can't read the chat. So you need to have the robot voice <laughs> and stuff like that. Um, and I've just been playing a lot of Beat Saber, Synth Riders and uh, Fract, obviously, that we'll be talking about today. Nice, nice. And you're also doing uh, a little bit of stuff on. Uh, you did. Can you explain to me what the quest for global empathy is? I, I think I know, but I'm not sure all these cats out there know. Sure. Yeah. So it's a podcast show I do, but the video version is on my YouTube channel, which is youtube.com forward slash miles. And I have guests from all over the world, from all different backgrounds. They might be TV presenters, game developers, um, scientists. And I just talk to them about their life stories, how they got to where they are. Um, because often when we see, you know, public figures, it's always amazing to see what they're doing now. But we just try and make it a bit more tangible to say, like, here are the stepping stones of how they got to where they are today. Just so that people watching who might aspire to those things go, oh, actually, um, you know, maybe I could uh, do that one day. And so that's kind of the aim of it. I, I really look forward to headlining your show and telling you my story, Miles. Dude. To where I am today. I'm only just getting up and running again because of the pandemic and it's why I've sort of got this home set up now and uh, like seeing the stuff you guys do has been a good inspiration with that and uh, so I'm really glad to be a part of the show today and, and just finally the PSVR without pro Instagram if you are on Instagram head on over to it follow it um, we post regular content on there obviously it's never going to beat the great videos on the YouTube channel but oh. sometimes you might be out and about and you don't want to download a video on your phone so just flick through the photos and it's reviews and all that good stuff so yeah give it a follow if you haven't already uh, and you know that you know that Miles has been around for a while because he's uh, he's verified on Twitter unlike the rest of us he, <laughs> he's got he's actually got youtube.com slash Miles like who the fuck <laughs> It's ridiculous. That was, and that was when I used to work for a YouTube network. So I actually used to get the channels for other people. And so while I was there, I was like, all right, I might as well just get the mug as well, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and that guy on the right-hand side of the screen is AJ from The Underground, PSVR. Not verified. Underground. What is up, Brian? What is up, Miles? What is up, GameCats? Happy Friday. Boy, I am excited. Hopefully we can send you in the weekend with some positive vibes, some positive energy. Lots going on in PSVR land, man. And we can't wait to tell you all about it. PSVR land is the best land. It's so happy. <laughs> so fucking blurry. It's it's the best, man. Right? We don't need no goddamn analog sticks over here. Life is I'm awesome. a PS5, baby. It's not blurry anymore. <laughs> it's not blurry anymore. Life is good. Uh, guys, a few things we want to uh, take care of before we get the show started. Make sure, uh, if you haven't already joined our Discord, click that link in the description below. That is where this conversation happens 24-7. Uh, and uh, that's where we get multiplayer meetups. That's where the nightly box VR meetups happen. That's where everything happens. So get on over there. Click the link. If you've never been on Discord before, 
Don't worry, <laughs> neither did I. It's confusing at first, but you'll get the hang of it. Uh, also, uh, you know, if you want to get your name on that list below, patreon.com slash without parole games, uh, and give us a dollar or more every month to keep these amazing IKEA lights on. They're just they're just absolutely fantastic. Um, but of course, all those people aren't the only people we want to thank. Are they, AJ? They are not. We would like to thank those who support us in another way by changing their name on Google or YouTube to something GameCat, something GameCat related, or something GameCat adjacent as you and something GameCat adjacent would like to say. And this week, we have three new GameCats to welcome to the GameCat Dojo. Uh, Starting with... (laughs) Wait, there it is. (laughs) Slyword251. The basement switch flipping game cat. Oh my god, we found out who it is. Right, thank God somebody's flipping Lloyd. switches down there because what, it's fly word. Lloyd's not doing the job, man. That's for sure. Yeah, I'm glad we got a replacement for Lloyd. Oh yeah. We've also got Mad Max, the Black Game Panther. Mm, aggressive Mad Max. I like it. That's really <laughs> aggressive, man. I, I hope I hope he's being safe out there. You got to live your life with some passion, with some fire, Brian. Uh, <laughs> finally. <laughs> Last but not least, we have Pipio Kojima, the Silent Hill game cat. You don't even know how rapidly I'm trying to change these names before they <laughs> pop up. They're, they're all last week's names. I'm like, no, but here they are. Dude, oh, man, Kojima making Silent Hills for VR. Man, we're just happy that Pipo is leading the charge on this shit, man. Good stuff. Yeah, really, you're really in good, good hands. <laughs> Absolutely. Man, we've got so much to talk about. Hey, guys, if uh, just heads up. If you change your name to something to GameCat because you love us almost as much as we love you, make sure somewhere in the comments below, not the live chat, in any comment, any video, hashtag GameCat, all one word, so we can give you a shout-out next Friday's show, just like we gave these illustrious cats a shout-out just now. AJ, we got to move on, man. we got tons of news to talk about today, don't we? We do. And guys, it is... What the hell? It is Fract launch day. I don't know where that came from. Fract has launched today. Uh, It is officially out everywhere. And, uh, you know, we loved it. You can go and check our discussions on it with the positives, with the negatives, with the in-betweens of just us, you know, talking about God knows what. And uh, so make sure you go check those out if you haven't. But since uh, since we got Miles here, I think it's time for... Everybody knows what you and I think of it. We've we've talked ad nauseum about Fract, but Miles... This is your first time being on the show. What did you think of Fract? Oh, no pressure, right? Got to make lots of friends here. <laughs> no, I mean, on, honestly, I got the deluxe edition, so I got to play it early. And um, obviously, there's been a lot of talk about the duration of it. And, you know, VR gaming is its own space. Um, and so I always find that if there's a really good quality product um, and it's a good all-encompassing experience, um, I think duration becomes less of a... A negative, just more of a maybe an ambition for the future of I hope there's more to come. And uh, that's really how I felt with this game. Um, it took me, I think, three and a half hours. I played it in one sitting on a live stream. But for me, you know, a lot of the things that we've already heard before, it's absolutely breathtaking. It's such a beautiful, vibrant game to look at. Um, it's really smooth. Um, I mean, the, the way they've optimized all the mechanics, the cover system... Uh, that we often talk about. Um, funnily enough, when I actually played it the first time on normal, I did a lot of running, run and gunning, died a lot, and kind of just sort of stuck with the James Bond sort of just going in there. Um, but earlier today, I actually attempted the hard mode, the permadeath mode. Um, I don't know why I decided to do that to myself, <laughs> and uh, it, it, it ended in tears. I, I got. I don't want to sort of mention the chapters, uh, the number of chapters for spoiler sake, but I was about halfway through the game. And then I sort of, I played really cautiously all the way through, used the cover system a lot, and I enjoyed the game in a whole different way because I was using the mechanics that they, they'd so well developed. Um, but, you know, um, I'm going to be diving back into it again and again. And as someone who used to do a lot of skiing, they've nailed the skiing. The oh, skiing is so skiing, good. Skiing, man. I mean, yeah. that's the thing. That's, that's the first thing that comes to mind when I think about Fract is combining that amazing you know skiing explosions action shooting that those segments were by far my favorite and those were absolutely mind-blowing and you're totally right about uh the the kind of difficulty having to use the cover system because the ai is kind of aggressive and i like that i like 
a challenge. And I like that if you just run out there and leave yourself exposed, like the AI, the, the, the fract will frack you up, man. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're, I, I do think they're aggressive, but I also think they're kind of dumb. Uh, I think they swarm you in numbers. Uh, so you just have to, I, and, and I really think that End Dream's way around all that was like, oh, we're just going to put an outline on all these guys so that it's impossible for you know for 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 the for the game to feel cheap because we're man. because we're it is the fruit. It, it, it's funny how many people don't get that. They're like, well, I ate the fruit and then I never saw the fruit again. What was the fruit about? And it was just like, <laughs> it's, it's it, and so you can see the outline of characters, and so you can see, and so you can see. It would be it's nice if you didn't. Climb. It heightens the senses. It's performance yeah. enhancing. Uh, fruit. Do they make you? Eat I want to pretend fruit? I knew that last bit already, but I didn't. <laughs> I knew it was for climbing, yeah. but I didn't. But actually, we had a conversation the other day that when I played the demo, I was eating all the fruit, and I was like, "So what does it actually do?" And everyone's like, "Oh, it's so you can see where to climb." Like, I'm such an idiot. It was so obvious. Can, can you? It would, be, it would be great if they gave you the option not to eat the fruit. I think they make you eat the fruit, though, right? Like, can you just okay. Yeah, yes. Yeah. It's one of the tutorial keys, isn't it? So you have to do it to progress. I think so. But how great would it be, like, just to add extra challenge if you decide not to eat the fruit? You have to figure out where to climb yourself. You don't see the outline of the enemies. Uh, and, and I do feel like that maybe, uh, you know, where, where it's like you get the laser sight uh, on easy mode, it would be great on hard mode if they got rid of the outline over the, over the characters just to really drive it home. Hard mode plus. Hard mode plus. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I had a I had I so this led led me to think you know I don't, did you get to finish it Miles? Uh, yeah, I, I completed it on normal first. Yeah, entirely. Okay, yeah, okay. you know, with the ending, the ending kind of leaves it off a little bit uh, on a cliffhanger. No pun intended, but um, I, well, it's not actually like that. But uh, but you know, I was I wanted to ask if you guys, what do you guys think? Do you think this is the ending was setting up? for a sequel when they m maybe mention like, you know, something about January without going all into it. I didn't even think about the date. Do you think I mean, maybe sequel extra content. Do you think we will see more fract? I, I think it's absolutely, I mean, a big challenge for virtual reality is that developers are having to invest so much time and resources into building systems like you know they're looking at how do you reduce motion sickness it's all these issues you don't get in flat screen games and so i feel that um it was it was a bit of a maybe a strange comparison at face value but i was thinking about this game like and swordsman these are two games i've really enjoyed and one of my key takeaways was they've laid the groundwork now like a platform for building mm. not just additional DLC, but additional games. Like, you know, one of the things that people might say with Fract is more guns, you know, different enemy types, you know. Right. It's not to take away from what the game is. I think it was, uh, the simplicity was actually, I thought, really, really good. And it's actually a game that if I ever have, you know, it's, I always talk about what are the VAR ga the VR games I would show friends and family who'd never experienced VR before. Fract is absolutely going to be at the top there because it, it really does hold your hand, like the beginning with like grab the flare gun, shoot it in the sky. You sort of look around and then you go skiing. Like it's such a great introduction. But I think whether it's going to be on PSVR 2 or DLC in between, um, they've created a world and like, you know, lore, and um great systems that have proven themselves and if one of the only negatives that is expressed about the game is shame it was too short well that's an easy fix you just create more content yeah i actually I actually like the way the game ends uh it's uh because i i didn't care about the story it's like i'm i'm not a huge action movie fan and so i i didn't really care too much about the the story that was going on during this action movie type game uh, it was nice to have the voices and the headset to make it feel like there was more substance to get, give you uh the, the game was like lying to you making it feel like there was more going on than it really was but it there there were there were characters and they're worth in their in their i wouldn't say character development but there were certainly uh characters i would like to see or hear more from uh even on a surface level in some dlc uh, I, I would love to be i would love the game to pick up exactly where it left off to be honest with you uh, without spoiling anything i would love to be getting out of that situation um or uh, or the situation they sort of set up in the, in the voiceovers and the uh in the dialogue and stuff so there's uh, I, I think there's an endless potential for for more dlc i don't think that they really have to uh, even go back 
to the mountain, right? It's just like more of like this main character's plight about like saving himself at a certain point, right? So you you, you don't have to go back to the mountain. Just give us give us more action sequences. I'd be totally down for that. Hawk one hundred seven says, "Cough, cough." It's NGVR. So he thinks it might be a PSVR two uh, thing. That, from what I can tell, I mean, when when we've asked about this, they've basically said there are no plans at this time. So I'm going to actually take it for face value there and just say maybe it's a play it by ear situation where, like how Blood and Truth played out, where London Heist demo came out. People absolutely loved it, raved about it, said, we want a full game of this. So I think if people ask, uh, if, if, you know, if the game does well, if enough people ask for additional content, uh, maybe a sequel, I think it could happen, especially depending on how well it does. Um, but at this time, I think uh, End Dreams is, you know, all we know at this time is that they have multiple projects in the works and uh, they could be doing something even bigger that we don't know about. I hope so. I hope so. Uh, real quick shout out, guys, to uh, to Hugh Giver with the Australian five dollar tip. Says PSVR without parole. Fire, fire, fire! Welcome, Miles. Also, cousin Max says hello. Thank you, Hugh Giver. Hello. <laughs> we also got the VR grid with the Canadian five dollars. Uh, says Fract. Stay after the credits, boys and girls. Also, shout out to Without Parole. Oh, hey, I know those guys. Thank you. <laughs> What's Appreciate up, Grid? Um, what, did you get a quote? Yeah, I think you got a quote. Is he? If there was a, did he get a quote on this one? I don't know. He probably did. I stopped watching after the without parole quote. I was like, I, I, took, I took a screenshot, showed it to my mom and dad, and, that. I, and I ditched. I was like, that's it, man. Like, I don't know what happens after this. The trailer. Yeah. I, I would just want more skiing. To be honest with you, I want some. I want. I want to go skiing more. If I if I don't get more of it, I'll just go replay those three levels a thousand times because they are incredible. They need to add a slalom mode. You know, <laughs> just. You know, they, they could have all sorts of mini games that are added in it. Um, but I was you mentioned uh, Blood and Truth. It was actually a game I thought quite a bit about when playing this game because, and it, I might be mis, not remembering correctly, but I was not entirely satisfied with the cover system in Blood and Truth mm. from what I remember. And yeah. playing this game straight away, again, it goes to the heart of like, you know, there's people that just play games and think, was it a good game or not? And obviously we de delve into the mechanics and everything. And so as I was playing this, every step of the way, I was just like thinking of all the VR games that would have been so much better if the, they had this kind of cover system in it because it just, yeah. it works so well. And it's a really important thing in VR because you want to have trust in your environment. Um, uh, uh, Hugo Martin, who uh, is the creative director of id Software, I love all his conversations about Doom and Doom Eternal. And he talks again and again that when you create a game that has difficulty or challenge, you just have to make sure that when you die, you know it's because you messed up, not because the game glitched or you felt cheated, because that's where frustration kicks in. Like right. when you die in Fract, you know it's because you messed up, you overreached, you stayed out of cover too long, or you know you, you, you were that's just careless not true. in some ways. That tree or maybe not. should have gotten out of the way when it saw me coming. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, um, it's interesting to hear that it took you three and a half hours to finish it, Miles, because we heard something. I died similar. a lot, though. We heard something similar from Wes uh, when he was on the show. And uh, it kind of, I mean, adding an extra hour to uh, what, what took me two and a half hours when I felt like I really took my time, that's a significant amount of time. That's a significant difference. Um, so I, I like hearing that, that like other people are experiencing a longer game than I did. It's like more, more, more value. Like yeah, that. I'm trying to think of what parts would have slowed me down, but then we'd be going into spoiler territory. But um, I think it's just for out. I was generally just being a bit more gung ho and not covering a lot and dying a lot, and I was totally okay with that. <laughs> yeah. No, I totally. I want to. I want to do a platinum trophy run. I want to get through this. Uh, I feel like doing the hard mode on a live stream might get frustrating. Uh, it could be a ten hour live stream. <laughs> Nah, you would. Yeah, I think I don't know. I found doing it on a live stream earlier today was it puts this different pressure on you. I think it makes you a bit even more careful. Um, I don't know, but I know there's a lot of game cats that are currently attempting it, and like huge credit to them all because it's a real tough trophy. Like if you get that platinum trophy, it's it's one of those ones that you've earned it. <laughs> 
All right, I think we should probably move on. Uh, talk about a game that actually uh, did get an update recently. Did it, when, when did this update come out, AJ? Yesterday. Right. <clears throat> Drunken bar fight. Oh, my God. I caught so much flack just for tweeting about this. Don't shoot the messenger, guys. I'm trying to share the VR news, okay? Uh, Drunken bar fight uh, got a huge update, actually. It got a brand new level called the Police Station. Uh, which is out now on every platform. Um, and it, that new police station level also has 46 new items. Uh, <laughs> I, you see stuff in the in the little gameplay clip with, like, um, some handcuffs and, and different stuff. You can, like, handcuff people together now. Uh, and then apparently uh, four-player multiplayer, which I don't know if this is actually local or, or uh, online. And then the final thing says endless mode is fixed. I don't know what that means. I mean, this game had so many problems, uh, kind of from the beginning, and then uh, and then they kept updating it and updating it and updating it. As they updated it, they, they added more and more problems to it on the way. Uh, so you know, it's it's great that they fixed some of this shit, uh, but I, but I really hate to say it, I kind of just don't I kind of just don't care anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was fun for a goof, uh, and I think they should have just left it alone from the get-go. And like, you know, people are like, oh, we need multiplayer. It's like, you really don't, man. You're going to jump in and throw some dudes around, and 20 minutes later, you're going to be bored out of your fucking skull. And be like, and you're gonna, now you're going to waste developers' time asking for multiplayer. I, I just don't think it's necessary. Um, and uh, I, I think this was a joke that got out of hand. I think they should have just left it alone. Yeah, Last- I mean, I have to say I had a bit of a guilty pleasure with it because I know that um, Drunken Bar Fight, was quite big when VR kicked off because there was these like videos on Facebook of the guys chatting in this bar and for people that not played VR and like what is this like when they're talking their mouths are moving and they're like drinking everything and then just lobbing people off the balcony and it's just really cartoony and then I thought when I got PSVR I'll give it a go and it didn't have multiplayer and I thought that should have been right off the bat because that was the whole joke which is you get to just chill with your friends and do outrageous stuff but the fact that it's been this far along, you know, they're adding these like, you know, four player multiplayer, as you say, the jokes like long, long gone. And uh, I kind of feel when you were reading out the all the features, AJ, that the, the phrase that was missing from like due to popular demand, you can now fight in a police station. Like, where do these <laughs> ideas come from? Like, I, I want to know what this community is that's demanding all these features. Like, the multiplayer, yeah, but a police station, I'd love to have seen what the drawing board was for that. Of <laughs> Yeah, this is where we've got to take the, the story next. The last <laughs> update was a Black Friday update, which was, like, basically a shopping center. This is the problem with this game and its updates. You know, I didn't actually even bother to play this one because I just don't really care anymore. Like Brian said, I, I totally agree. This game was good when it was simple, and it was like, um, I don't, "good" is a strong word. It was strong word. It was like a, yeah. it was, it was, <laughs> a, it was like kind of a novelty to it. But, but with the with every update, this game to me just got worse and worse. It's the only time I've ever seen updates actually. Um, make a game worse so i this could maybe fix some of those things potentially perhaps it could be a little bit better um but but i have just no interest at all uh shout out to end dreams seems to be they're dropping keys in the uh in the chat are they dropping are they dropping fract keys in the chat is that what's happening over there I have no idea. i'm trying to trying to keep up uh on this conversation and that conversation so uh yeah. thank you and dreams for being here and dropping keys and uh hooking up the uh hooking up the cats it looks like alvo's here too uh so they're going to be Have we got any drunken bar well. fight keys maybe being dropped? <laughs> <laughs> there will not be any drunken bar fight keys this evening, folks. Sorry. Um, yeah. So, I mean, you know, like the last time I stopped into this, I think it was after the whatever the Walmart update was. So it was a yet another new area with a bunch of new stuff to play with and, you know, new characters to take down and stuff. And it just, you know, it's it is what it is. Uh, but I don't. But at a certain point, you're just like, I don't think you're convincing anyone new to play your game. Um I, yeah, I hate I hate get, getting to the point where I'm at, same place uh, AJ's at, where I'm just not interested in even checking out the updates to to even relay to you guys. Like, hey guys, I play I played Drunken Bar Fight, and here and here's everything that they, no. I, at a certain point, I'm like, no, my time's more valuable than this. Your time's more valuable than this. Um, so, th- but you know, uh, hopefully they're making another game, man, and uh, doing something other than porting uh, Tarzan VR, um, which by the way did get better. That game, that game plays so much better than it did at launch. So, I don't know. 
these guys aren't these guys aren't a total disaster. <laughs> VR monkeys, sorry. If anyone, if anyone from VR monkeys out there, like we, we're 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 rooting for you. We're just not thrilled with this game specifically. All right. Andrew right. just said, "Sorry, Brian, I didn't even ask permission to hand out keys." It's like, <laughs> no. Is that something you have Bro. to do? <laughs> yeah, dude, I, 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 you got to ask AJ for permission, man. I don't have any say what happens around here. Bad, bad end dreams. <laughs> <laughs> nice. How right. dare, how dare you steal our crowd from it? No, um, guys. So that moves us. No, thank you, really, so much, and congratulations on the release, man. I'm yeah. fracking excited. Um, so. Uh, So, uh, so AJ, <laughs> what's the next Rim, story? Rim VR. Just <laughs> you were. I think you were halfway through the word Skyrim. When ditched. Rim. Yeah. <laughs> uh, guys, Skyrim finally has an announcement. Can you believe it? It's coming. Skyrim is actually being released. Finally, oh, after, wow. after all this time, uh, we're waiting for Skyrim to come out. It's finally coming. waiting for ten years. Yeah. Uh, the anniversary edition to celebrate the 10-year anniversary of Skyrim uh, has been announced. It will be available November 11th uh, this year. And it is a special edition that will include, uh, it says, 500 Creation Club elements. Uh, it's got, like, a couple new features, not many. I guess there's, like, fishing now, mm -hmm. which is in it, which is kind of cool. Um, but it is a next-gen upgrade. And so I've been getting asked non-stop does this include the vr support and i just want to say stop asking no. him <laughs> yes. i just want to say we Please. don't fucking know stop asking us stupid <laughs> questions god damn it no <laughs> uh yeah this yeah. is not the, go ahead Ryan. yeah they said nothing about vr <laughs> that's it no they, they, they didn't they said nothing about vr we're talking about playstation uh playstation 5 version which is great because at a certain point we we're like well that's it for playstation once Bethesda was purchased by uh, by Microsoft, that's it. No more. We're done, right? And so there were, there were two camps, people thinking that they were still going to try to get their money uh, by selling us stuff over here on PlayStation uh, and keeping maybe some, like, first-party uh, brand-new exclusives, exclusive to, uh, to Xbox. Uh, there's so many different business models for them to kind of do the things uh, to get to not only make their $8 billion back after purchasing Bethesda, um, but also, like, you know, make it attractive for people to come and play on Xbox rather than PlayStation. Like, that was, you don't just buy a company without a plan. And uh, and, and, and this kind of shows us that part of the plan uh, is to not keep everything exclusive, right? But this made me ask the question, guys. So this does make me think. Do you think, with how many versions they've remastered this game a thousand times with how many versions have come out do you think even with the acquisition of bethesda by microsoft do you think we will see an upgraded psvr version for psvr 2 no <laughs> no <laughs> no no yes absolutely well absolutely <laughs> but i talked well i've talked played. enough miles what do you think do you think that's going to happen yeah i mean did, did skyrim vr come with the launch of PlayStation VR was it? It wasn't. It was the following right year. The I think it was the 2017 okay. title. I think. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those games, isn't it, where they have sort of, they've done that. It's, it's what I was saying earlier with Frax that when you make a new game, it's building all the mechanics and that. But when you've got a game that you've just had to remastered, uh, remaster, that's all the heavy lifting. And so, if they have the means to port it to PSVR, and and sorry, did we say that it is? There's a VR version for PC headsets, or there wasn't any mention of that either. Like, it's not going to come for Oculus, for example. Not, not that I've been, not that I'm aware yeah. of. But, I, but you know, that's that's like so outside right. of my realm of what I keep a sure. You know, what I keep an eye on. Yeah, because that that's my only thought. Really, is I'm, I'm sure they would go towards that first. Because there's all these conversations with you know Xbox and when Phil Spencer's been asked about will Xbox do VR, and they say look if we do a separate um, device for VR, then why does it have to be Xbox? You know, it's about Game Pass and like having VR games on Game Pass that can be then used on the Oculus and the Index and things like that. So um, it wouldn't surprise me if there is kind of some strategy there, um, whether it means that they say we'll release it on all of them except for PSVR. I don't know. 
I know they're doing a lot of balancing at the moment where they do want to transition to exclusivity, mm -hmm. but they don't want to upset the people because um, even Pete Hines um, from Bethesda said on an interview that he's sorry. Like he, he just said, quite frankly, when he was asked about the fans that have been upset that you're going exclusive with Xbox, he was like, yeah, it sucks as a gamer. I can totally understand that. And I'm sorry, but that's just the way it goes. And so, you know, they know, they know what's going on and they want to transition. So this could be a good opportunity for them to keep that goodwill. And the Looper the Game Cat with the uh, five euros says, didn't Bethesda publish Doom 3 as a PSVR exclusive after the acquisition? Uh, that A lot of deals were in place before the acquisition. Uh, and Bethesda made it very clear that they're going to honor all those deals. Uh, and Doom 3 was one of those. Uh, so some, some, some stuff like this uh, could potentially have happened after the fact. Uh, and so I think we're, st we're going to slowly start seeing what their actual plan is for rollout after this. I think we're going to see things like Doom, Fallout, Skyrim, like things that are just ubiquitous with all consoles at this point. Uh, I think we're going to re remain; those will remain on all consoles. I think we're going to, and they'll keep pumping out fucking remasters of all of those games for as long as they can, and just you know sell as many copies of this as they possibly can. So, uh, but I think things like Starfield, you know, Starfield will probably be an Xbox One exclusive, uh, Xbox yeah. Series X exclusive. Fuck the name convention. Well, it's so ridiculous. The good news, guys, is that I spoke to Ken Thane, executive producer of Doom 3 VR Edition over at Archeact after Doom 3 released, and he said that Bethesda still has interest in VR. So uh, obviously he doesn't know all their plans, but he said that they were the ones that approached Archeact. It wasn't the other way around. Uh, and they said, hey, we want to we want to make uh, Doom 3 VR. And and he said that even after this acquisition, that they still expressed a lot of interest in it. So for me personally, I've beaten Skyrim twice, once on PS3, once on PSVR. PSVR being the best version I played by far, not even close. Um, and to me, the the thing that would interest me, interest me the most, um, I don't think a graphical overhaul would, would really interest me very much because the game is gorgeous and stunning on a PS4 Pro or PS5. What would interest me is if they actually go in and implement the haptics, the, the dual sense mm -hmm. controls, um, and, and all of that stuff. If they actually put some work into it, mm -hmm. which they're a AAA company, you kind of expect them to, um, then I will be very, very interested to experience this game once again. Well, one of the cliches with the whole um, haptic feedback on the dual sense was it feels like when you pull a bow and arrow, it feels like it's happening. And they use that again and again. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, we get it. It's going to work. But actually in VR, the haptics with two hands, that is when it's going to really feel like bow pulling a bow and arrow. So that's going to be really uh, great yeah. if they can do that. Um, a, a sort of side point in the conversation around Bethesda and that, um, it was announced, I think, yesterday that Quake is getting remastered. Um, and I just looked up now, that is a part of Bethesda. For me, that's another example of a game that they could do a VR port because those fast-paced first-person games especially when they're really old classic games. Um, and I'm sort of speaking like, oh, it's easy to port into VR. I know there's a process and it's whether or not they want to allocate those resources. Um, and I guess what you're saying, AJ, about, you know, if they're going to do it for next-gen VR, they're really going to have to embrace um, all the, the tools. It's not just going to have to be a simple port because PlayStation are really being quite hard about the requirements, you know, with these hybrid AAA games. Um, they're going to say... If you come to our system, we need we want you to use all these features that we have. Yeah, big time, big time. And like you know, we don't we don't know. Like yes, here's a PlayStation Five version, uh, and I, I do believe I, I could be wrong. It's it's an up it's a free upgrade, right? For the PlayStation 5 version for existing owners on the PlayStation 4, not the VR, because it's a separate purchase. Yeah, I think but so. but I could I could totally see them doing. Uh, I could totally see them just reselling us Skyrim yet again. Here's another sixty slash seventy dollar title: Skyrim VR, PSVR two. Now with orb controls. Now with super high resolution graphics. Now with I mean HDR. You name it, right? And be like, this is the most beautiful version of Skyrim, most immersive version of Skyrim ever. Uh, and so I, I wouldn't see them adding VR, PSVR two support to this title specifically. I see them fucking selling it to us all over again and not making it a hybrid game uh, like is Sony's model. And this would be the way for Microsoft to make their fucking money. As per IGN, this upgrade is not free. <laughs> they, so th there was a post that said it was free, and then uh, and then it, it, retracted correct, that. it was corrected. Right. Yeah. Right. So that's interesting. 
All right, guys. Bethesda thought, that's a good idea. We could have made money from that. Actually, yeah, it's not free. <laughs> <laughs> Quick slap it on. That's a great idea. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All right, guys. Let's move on to our next story, uh, which is... Oh, which is pretty fucking huge. Uh, this is like a while, a while back. We heard that uh, Sony had a, a studio that they never really talked about. Uh, the the man, their Manchester studio that was basically tasked with making a AAA PSVR game. Uh, and, that, and that game was in development for upwards of five years. And then they just shut them the fuck down. Uh, Polygon recently gave us a little bit more insight into that, right? That is correct. Um, yeah, this was a big thing last year. You know, we, we knew about the studio and... Boy, oh boy, the media sure had a field day with this one, and we we had to put it, we had to raise our shields when this was announced because uh, when when this studio uh, was doom shut and down, gloom, right? oh my god, everyone was like, oh Sony's giving, even though Sony already said they have PR plans, everyone didn't, the media didn't like hesitate to be like, you know, basically Sony's given up on VR. This one studio closed down, it means it's over. Like they never even released a game, so. Um, but but we found the full story, and here's the, here's what happened. This was a great this was great uh, investigation by Polygon to look into this to speak to people that worked in the studio, and it was that they were working on a triple A VR helicopter combat search and rescue game, and that's what they that's the project that they were working on that never got announced. Um, that was shut down, or, or that when the studio shut down, and uh, man, I got to be honest with you. You know, I don't. I know there's. I've seen both reactions. I've seen some people say, "Oh, that was really cool. That sounds really cool. I would have loved that." And I've seen people say, "I didn't really care." But for me personally, I was like, "Hell yeah, a triple A VR helicopter game. I would so be down." Especially like harking back to the days of um, what was that game? Uh, uh, Shoplifter? No, not that far back. <laughs> um, i the name will come back to me in a second, but but it was uh, but yeah, man. So this was this was heartbreaking, and and the the article is a great read. I highly recommend you go check it out, and it goes really into depth about what had happened, and basically to sum it all up was that it was a, a really poor lack of leadership strong leadership um they were talking about developers being swapped around developers being told to hey work on this but leave it open so that it can be changed later and so developers were creating things uh and then yeah just it was constantly getting changed they they'd work on something for six months they were they were told to go and work there they were super excited and then slowly they started to realize that Oh man, like this isn't the dream that I was hoping it would be. That that this project is kind of a nightmare, and it seemed like everybody just wanted out of it. Um, and it got Desert Strike. Thank you, Justin Cassidy. Desert Strike. I can I played the hell out of that game, um, and it was awesome. And and yeah, I love uh, helicopters. That Battlefield Vietnam when that introduced uh, choppers. But but yeah, man. So really, really interesting story and kind of sad. Uh, real quick, before we get too far away from it, the triangulator with the $20 tip says, I just wanted to say it's incredible to have a great dev team and game studio representation on this and game studio representation on this channel. Shows this is bar none the best place for your PSVR info and community. Thanks, hosts and GameCat community. Thank you very much, triangulator. We really appreciate you being here. Thank you. Uh, and triangle channel, of course. Um, dude, one of the thing I found most interesting about this article is something that like seems to ring true for most Sony studios, first party studios, is that there wasn't a huge push from Sony to get the ball rolling. They said they said a majority of the five years that they were making this game was pre-production, and uh, and because there was a lack of push from Sony. They just didn't do anything. They just kept changing and iterating and said, saying, this is what we're doing. Let's fucking move forward with it. Sony is notorious for basically just saying, we trust you guys. Just just do your thing. Like, whatever your vision is, go forth and create. Right. And, uh, and, and in this case, this specific case, it sounds like they needed a little bit more leadership. They needed a little bit more structure. Sony needed to step in and go, come on, guys, get the fucking ball rolling. Like, make a game. Right. That's, I found yeah, that. Yeah, and, and it sounds like no matter how good the game was if it wasn't past you know pre-production after five years i think it was um when herman hulse sort of took the helm uh and was looking at it and they're sort of going right we're moving towards next gen 
looking at where projects are if you've been doing it for five years and have made no progress then that it, it would be seen as sort of irresponsible for them not to make drastic action but sort of just a, a wider point i'd make on this because um i think that you know in society generally um we always associate um you know mistakes or um projects that don't don't come to fruition as failure, as in like a bad thing. And the truth is that Sony has a lot of studios. They have a lot of investments and projects. And sometimes teams come together and sometimes it doesn't work. And I know there are a lot of people online that go, ah, oh, see, they can't get their stuff together. You know, they're trying to do these AAA VR. Clearly it's not working. And for me, it's like there will be so many lessons from this. And unfortunately for the people that have worked for five years on it, I can imagine it's incredibly disheartening. So I do feel for those people. They were clearly not happy by the end of it. Um, but there will be things that can be then learned from that and invested into new projects. And I think that, you know, for all the studios that Sony has, we can't expect everyone to be a win. There are going right. to be... And where, where where are there most likely going to be mishaps in the m most experimental space, which is virtual reality, especially triple A virtual reality, which yeah. is still uncharted territory. Yeah, this is a this, it is it is really reassuring because this was one of those things. This was uh, a lot of a lot of sites were just like screaming from the rooftops, doom and gloom. This just proves that Sony's given up on VR. And I mean, and there and if you guys don't remember, there was a solid year, maybe like close to two years where that's everything that anybody was reporting was like up oh, sony's probably given up on vr and we were like you know just want to say we were right the whole time um and uh and this and it was just really unfortunate to hear about this closing and, and just just fueling that fire um and then to kind of hear what really happened behind the scenes it had nothing to do uh with with sony giving up on vr um it's, it's funny jay meow actually asked an interesting question on discord uh in the viewer takeover channel can leave your viewer takeover questions over there too. Uh, he says, "Do you think that the closing of Sony's Manchester VR studio was due to their new focus on hybrid VR games?" Well, this is the thing I can't tell you is that this is something that is definitely going to benefit uh, if, if with Sony focusing on hybrid VR titles. Again, you don't have to invest in whole studios. They took so many risks with the first uh, launch of VR. Stuff like Riggs and, and that Gorilla Cambridge studio closed down. Stuff like this, Manchester studio closed down. Doing the hybrid approach, you can have, you. they have the money and resources to put into a hybrid um, version or mode of the game where you can you can put a lot into it, making it feel built from the ground up, like they say, without having to fund an entire studio. I mean, like, or at least like a huge building of, of employees and stuff. And, and yeah, it's to me, it's, it's a lot safer and it's going to also yield better results because now you're attaching VR to IPs that people really know and love already. Yeah, I agree. And, and personally, I don't think that, uh, that, their new focus on hybrid games has anything to do with with what happened in Manchester. I feel like Manchester like would have had a game out by now if if they had gotten their shit together. And at a certain point, you know, Sony's really really good about letting studios do what they want. They they it's they're oddly not focused on um like the financial viability of certain projects sometimes. Like they, sometimes it they're all about what like how they look to the fans like they want to show sony fans that they are in in their camp like they there's no way the last guardian was a financial success they just they threw money at that and said no 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 fucking people want it they want the next team eco game just go just go make it do it do your thing man and like there's no way they recoup their losses from that and, th and that's happened time and time again and i do think that if they saw something in what manchester was doing that would have been interesting or, or successful or uh, at least worth sticking with for another year or two, they probably would have. But five years in going, oh, it's going to be a couple more years. <laughs> like fucking this is ridiculous. Like you guys are just eating up our money at this point. So I think I think that's what happened with that. Um, and, and, may, and maybe it was one of the things that helped Sony come up with the hybrid model and say this, this, this isn't always working for us. So it might have been like, you know, which came first, chicken or the egg. And I think in this case, the Manchester thing helped create the hybrid game initiative. Yeah. 
All right, guys, I think yeah. we got to move on to our next topic, uh, which is the Albo update. The big Albo update we've been waiting for for weeks. It was announced a few weeks back uh, and finally dropped, uh, was it yesterday? Is that right? Yep. Uh, uh, Wednesday. I don't know what day today is. <laughs> yeah, it's Friday, Brian. <laughs> guys, uh, was it everything you wanted it to be, my, uh, AJ? Um, it was certainly awesome. It was really... You know, I wasn't expecting it. I mean, they I was actually expecting it sooner. Mm-hmm. And then, like, it just suddenly came out way late at night. Um, it actually was more because, you know, there was there was three, three big things uh, as part of this update. And you can unpack them or break them down however you want. One is the move support, which they actually – which is a great starting point. The, the move support that was in Albo already was not, like – real move support like it was kind of like hey this works but this is clearly just like you know this is just the basic thing they've actually added the two-handed stuff uh which is really really cool i love the feeling of the two-handed uh tracking nice nice now miles this is uh you jumped into this for the first time ever today right yeah so like hours before the show um yeah, I mean, it was nice to be a virtual fish in a barrel getting shot to pieces again with a new game. Uh, I had an absolute blast of it, though. Um, it's always interesting when you hear the conversations about games um, because it's between the people that have already got the game and the conversation with those that haven't yet jumped in. Mm-hmm. And obviously, there's a lot of conversation in the community about you know the price point and you know when we live in a, a VR world where there are so many games you want to try it becomes difficult and i have to say having bought it and jumped into it today i'm having an absolute blast with it it's so much fun and a lot of things i look towards like firewall zero hour with like oh this feels like counter strike i realized how wrong i was like firewall zero hour does what it does very well it's very simulation very slow paced um alvo complete opposite it it has that counter strike feel in terms of the map designs um it's you know you have team deathmatch and um obviously i'm not you know i'm not able to provide a perspective of the before and after the update but i believe one of the update features was the um nighttime versions of the levels right um that was awesome um i had real good fun with those levels and uh yeah i can't wait to jump back into it it's it's really nice to see the nighttime levels the uh and the new are they calling it warehouse i forget what they called factory it. factory thank you uh because it was you if you had extended periods of time where you were just playing alba for hours and hours and hours before it got really old just seeing like the same maps over and over again being like oh man it's like at a certain point you're like well which one haven't we played well, we've played all of them numerous times and just to see more of them even though half of them are nighttime modes that's fine man like it just it just gives a little bit more variety it makes you feel like you're doing something a little bit different but and, and i do love the new uh factory map i think it's it's one of my yes. favorites it's there's so many places to hide uh there's so many there's the verticality is great the stairs everywhere mm. um it, i feel like they actually took what uh, honor and duty d-day did in their factory map and did it better uh and i and i do love some of uh, reggie's maps so so that's kind of high praise um Rax bro says when AJ says moves are better than the aim, it has to be good. Wait, did you so say they're, they're better? I didn't hear you say they're yeah. better. I don't, um, I don't I know why people talk. You know, I, I changed my you, – you said you said you didn't enjoy watching my live streams anymore, so I changed the two-minute videos, and you can't even watch my two-minute videos. <laughs> <laughs> I see how it is. Um, yeah, man, I, I, I posted a video as soon as this update dropped. I went in and I played for an hour, got a first impressions about it because I wanted to shout it from the rooftops. And I had my first impressions with the move controllers were amazing. I mean, I was – it took me a second. It took me like a round or two to get used to it. But then I just started just slaughtering everybody. And like, and I was able to do so much stuff, you know, stuff like the slide. I'm used to playing this game with the aim primarily. That's what I mostly play with. And, um, and like, you know, everything started to feel familiar again, but it just adds that extra bit of immersion. This is something that sniper elite failed to do, which was when you're using the move controllers, like, I wanted so bad to use the move controllers because it was more immersive in Sniper Elite. But it was terrible to use. It was <laughs> it so was. slow, it was bad. so clunky. It was awful. 
this is not the case here. And I and I really think that uh, the Alba devs should be, uh, you know, they should be praised for, for their implementation of move support because it's like, wow, if you would have told me that I could pl- have the option to play uh, a shooting game um, with, with the moves th- and I could still be competitive and still, you know, I, th- I still think maybe AIM has like a slight edge. It, for sure it does because it's the AIM controller and it's like awesome. But, but I was still slaughtering people with, with the moves um, and everything. And, and yeah, like that to me is good uh, implementation when when the moves are I was just as competitive as whoever else was playing. Yeah, I will say that uh, to me, Alvo always felt like it was it was almost a game, right? It's like okay, we got we got the we got the maps, and a lot of the maps are great. Like we got the weapons, a lot of the weapons are great. Running around feels good, shooting each other feels good, but never felt like there was like this cohesive thing that made it a game. And I think some I, I think. That has to do with, you know, being born and raised on first-person uh, competitive shooters in PlayStation VR specifically, because I was never really into that kind of game before PSVR. Firewall basically said this is what these kind of games should be like, and uh, and so there were there were certain things that were missing in Albo that I feel like this update sort of brought to the table. And one of those things is when a level ends, it doesn't feel like you just wasted your time. When a match ends, you don't feel like you wasted your time. There's, 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 uh, the, the upgrade system, the progression system, which is progression is one of my favorite things in any video game ever, because you never feel like you're wasting your time. If you make any progress, you're a grind. Yes, absolutely. And I just love watching that meter fill up. I love watching my levels go up. I love seeing that the weapon that I chose to use during that match get upgraded. And then suddenly you're able to, to, to purchase new upgrades for that specific weapon. I think this is what Alba was missing at launch because it was sort of like within 30 minutes, they were like, here you go. Everything's available. Just buy what you fucking want. You're good. And I was like, wait, where's the game? This is, this is such a cool, and I hate using the word tech demo, but it felt like a tech demo because they had all of the pieces, but didn't have the glue that made it feel cohesive like a game. And now it feels cohesive like a game to me. And I, this was, this is the best update for a game I've seen in recent memory. I love this. And the zombie mode is going to be unlocked soon. Is that like it's a part of this update, but it's just it's not unlocked. It's yet. not part of this Please. update. It's, okay. it's a, yeah. definitely a future update. They don't have a, a release date for it, but we've seen screenshots from it. Uh, we know that it's yeah. it, that they are working on it, uh, and it's nice to see it in the menu screen. To be like, oh, man, that's what I was like, going to say. So Great close. teaser. Yeah. 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 It's um. It looks. It, yeah. It looks really cool, and I love what I'm seeing from the uh, from the zombie mode. That's that'll be coming soon as well, or coming at some point. There's no like schedule for it yet. Um, mm. but it's, I like that it's more than just a kind of a wave shooter. Like there's actually going to be some kind of like uh, mechanics to it, like, like earning currency and unlocking guns progression system. Speaking of you said progression system, man, that that's the shocking part out of all the things of in this update, man, I do love the moves update. So it's kind of equal, but the progression system overhaul was such a must because like you said, you blow through this game real quick and then like you don't you have everything and you like for me the gameplay was so fun but i couldn't find a reason to keep playing i didn't i didn't i needed something to to, to like motivate me to continue playing and i'm really glad that they hit the reset button now everything has to be unlocked with uh you have to be you have to get a certain level you have to have a certain amount of, uh, of currency and i love to grind and and like so Having all this stuff in there now is so much better. Also, just the UI itself—they they they revamped the UI, and it's all nice and polished now. You mm. you you end a match, and it's got like the bullet—you hear like the bullet shells dropping, and it's like ching 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 yeah. ching, and like and like all that stuff. It's just really nice and really polished. Uh, in addition to existing now. If you ever want the grinds feel extra satisfying in a game, when you've completed a level and it fills up your XP bar, <laughs> that sound effect is very important. And I get so much joy from hearing that sound <laughs> yeah. in that game. I don't know what they've used. It's like when you get the headshot sound effects in certain games, the ding yeah. just makes <laughs> yeah. it extra satisfying. But yeah. Yeah, what, what was that? Recent A recent game where you pull up a headshot and it sounds like a frying pan hitting somebody over the head. Oh. What, what was that? <laughs> It was something I know Fortnite recent. had it at first when it first came out, but like a VR game, I'm not sure. A lot of games yeah. start off with that. They're like, 
probably a last minute thought in the development. They're like, we haven't done the headshot noise. What should we use? <laughs> frying pan. Get a frying pan. <laughs> Hold it next to the microphone. <laughs> yeah. No, this is a this is this is a really pleasant surprise because um, you know again we had been waiting for this update for a while. This has been promised for an update, and we're really really happy that it's here. Uh, you know the new maps are even are, are fantastic, and that gives me a lot of hope for the other promised new maps that are on the way. They get the Tokyo right. one and uh, and another one they've been teasing. This is, I mean, I, I think Alvo has a really really bright future. Um, so I think we're, we're if gradually... they continue supporting it like this. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. We're going to gradually, like, you know, at launch, we're like, oh, my God, I can't believe they're charging $40 for this. Even the $30 plus um, discount was, like, it, was a it was a little steep. I think they're gradually going to they're gradually going to make that price point feel worthwhile. I don't like when they do it that way, but if that's the way yeah. they've chosen to do it, then, you know, cr cross your fingers that these updates keep coming. Because if this happens, if that happens, then we will get there. Yeah, Sorry, especially with multiplayer. Especially with multiplayer games, um, it's all about the journey of onward um, add-ons and just, you know, keep working with the community. You know, Swordsman, again, that I mentioned earlier, not a multiplayer game, but they keep adding to it, keep giving you reasons to come back. And, you know, I'm not going to go into game names here, but there are a lot of games that I loved and I was hoping that they would just do a roadmap and there was nothing to show. And it was like, as someone who'd loved particular games... I'm not going back because when it comes to multiplayer, you've got to convince other people to log on at the same time and play it. And so, yeah, with these add-ons, it should make the Alvo community grow more and more. Yeah. Uh, actually, Stingray X in the chest is kind of a low blow that they do the major updates when the sale is happening. I think it's kind of the opposite. It's, it's sort of like, hey, how many different ways can we draw attention yeah. to our game and say, hey, we are still supporting it. And also, if you didn't, if you didn't get that, if you've been holding off for a sale or you missed the introductory sale price, then here we're giving. We're now that people are going to talk about it again, we're going to drop yeah. the price again so that you have another chance to jump in at the same price everyone else jumped in at. Um, I was so mad when Space Junkies went on sale, right? And then the sale ended right before the uh, move update or yeah. whatever. I was like, guys, <laughs> well, you couldn't have, like, you screw that up so bad. So this is the exact opposite of that. Yeah, it's a much, much better move and easier to recommend that way for sure. And Alvo is $30, right? It on, is. on sale at the moment? Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 21 pounds, great British pounds. We have no idea what that means. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, you guys. Alien money. We are at the very end of the show, which means it's time for PSVR 20 questions. I'm going to be your host. I thought of a PlayStation VR game in my head. These guys and all of you in the chat have oh, 20 no. yes or no questions to figure it out. You also have six minutes. We got this, Miles. We got this. Yeah, I, I can't I, make silly I, questions like I do in the comments. I've actually <laughs> got to play this properly. <laughs> this is this is what we do. This is what we do to you. If you make silly questions in the comments, uh, we pull yeah. you into the show and say, "Look how easy it is." It's not. This is true. <laughs> that is what the pitch was. Yeah, it was like we're yeah. not having you mess up twenty questions again. It's called vengeance. I'll let you go first, AJ. Timer's up. Do it. Uh, show us going. how it's done. Uh, does this have aliens in it? No. Um, when you're playing this game, do you have hands? Yes. <laughs> I'm wait, I, I'm going uh, to go with pretty sure. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to take that question back. I'm, I think pretty sure, but eh. Is this right. a DualShock 4 only game? It is not a DualShock 4 only game. Mm. Okay. I've got such short memory. We haven't asked. Does it have multiplayer? It Good does. Question. It does have multiplayer. It's three. Ooh. Uh, has this? Have these developers made other PSVR games? Uh, published. Perhaps. Published, perhaps. How many questions are we on? That's four. Okay. Good. Still early. Uh, nice shout out to man. Nihilus Ryan. The game feeling with the $5 tip says, Happy Friday with a big heart. Big heart right back to you. Oh, Darth just said the pressure is on Miles. Yeah, I'm feeling so much pressure right now. <laughs> it's um, tough, right? It's rapid, so much harder than I think it is. Uh, just rapid fire categories or something like that. Yeah. Um, did, did it come out in the last two years? Um, b -b 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 let me check the... I mean, that's pretty arbitrary. Game. Should we say 2019, 2020 to now? Uh, no, it did not. That's five. Okay. Does it have more than two-person multiplayer? 
Does it have more than two-person multiplayer? Yeah, it does. It's six. Um, is the game aesthetic realistic? I think that's what it's going for. It's not to answer your question. It's not like cartoon cel shaded yeah, that yeah. kind of thing. No. Are there mechs in this game? I don't believe there's mechs in this game. I had to think <laughs> about that. I don't know. That'd be weird. Uh, pretty sure there's not. If there is, there's not a lot of them. <laughs> GC13 says, as AJ said, this game is awesome. Let's go in a live stream of it. <laughs> is that a real question? Um, no. Okay, because I have, I have a pretty solid answer for that. Um, have you played it this year? Have I personally played it this year? Yeah. I don't, not on a live stream. Uh, I do believe I played it this year though. I'm not even going to count that question because I don't think it's going to help you. It's not going to okay. help you knowing what I played personally. <laughs> sure. Well, it might, it might tell whether or not it's, it's a game that you think's worth, you know, <laughs> But I suppose you might have done it. I'm for with the Brax channel. Bro here, who has who? Um, is it sci-fi? It's not sci-fi. Damn it! Maybe I should ask. Maybe futuristic, but I don't know if that helps. If 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 it was futuristic, I probably would have said it's futuristic, not sci-fi. Okay. So you can take that as a freebie now. Okay. We're on, we're on number 10. This will be question number, number 10. And you've only got two minutes left, two minutes and 15 seconds. All right, we got to start firing away. Is it a horror game? Yeah, it, it's got horror elements for sure. Multiplayer horror elements. Multiplayer horror elements. Whoa, we're halfway there. Um, Keep going, AJ, if you're thinking of stuff. I'm is there blank. shooting in it? There's shooting in it. Yes, that's 11. Are there zombies in it? There are zombies in it, yes. Does it start with an A? It starts with an A. That's interesting. Say, I don't I'll think we've ever used that before. <laughs> Wait, don't tell me. You know what it is, Miles? Does it, does it, does the second, does it have, <laughs> does it have two words in the name? <laughs> yes. This is this is weird line of questioning. We've never actually asked questions about this specific name. Oh my name. goodness. That's so funny. Is it Arizona Sunshine? Yeah. 15. Yes, it is. Arizona Sunshine. I, <laughs> I specifically. What is it? Mm -hmm. Hands. Hands. I went into see, panic that's, mode. That's why I wasn't totally sure, worked. does it? Yeah. I, I don't know if it's just uh, a gun. If it's, you just see your weapon. Uh, because oh, I, see I, what you I mean. think you have hands until you hold a weapon, then it's just the weapon. Is that right? And it's the it goes to the move control as well, I think, for a bit, doesn't it, as well? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's all sorts of messy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, guys, you did it with uh, with five questions to spare in a in a full minute to spare. So good job. Somebody said Arizona Sunshine, and I kind of ignored it. And I need to look and see who that. <laughs> yeah, was. someone said thank it quite you. early on. <laughs> I well, need to think do you know when you that. when you play that game on this show, it actually gets harder the closer you get to the answer. <laughs> 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 it gets the easy bit, and my mind was going blanker. Like at the start, I was like, "This could be Arizona Sunshine," and by the end, I was like, "I honestly can't think of one VR game right now." <laughs> <laughs> that's no, it doesn't get any easier either. That's how it happens. <laughs> like we've been playing this game for months, and that's exactly the case, guys. Uh, we yeah. got we got to get moving here, but I want to give a shout out to everybody who helps keep this channel running. Uh, that includes Miles over here that does our. Uh, Instagram account. Thank you to Jamie who's uh, getting our website up and running uh, and uh, and, and gets this show on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and all sorts of streaming services. So thank you very much. Uh, also, shout out to Sci-Fi Gamecat Henry, who makes sure uh, that this show has timestamps a few hours, of course, after the after it airs. Uh, but thank you very much for doing that. I want to give a shout out to each and every single one of our moderators who keeps, uh, keeps the chat civil, although I'm pretty sure the chat's pretty civil, man. They're, they're doing a good job over there. Uh, but they also take care of the Discord server. If you haven't joined our Discord server, make sure you click that link in the description below. Um, <clears throat> guys, we gotta get we gotta get moving here. But uh, but thank you so very much. We hope you all have an excellent, excellent weekend. Thank you to everybody who participated in the chat. Thank you to everybody who helped during 20 questions. Thank you to everybody who donated during the show, donates on Patreon as well. Uh, you guys are keeping the lights on. We love you so very much. And of course, thank you to each and every single one of you who uh, who sat back, watched the show, didn't say a goddamn word. Miles, thank you so much for filling in during Dave's absence. He's on vacation, uh, hanging out with some cats out in the woods somewhere with no internet. Oh. <laughs> so we appreciate you <laughs> filling in for him, bud. 
thanks for having me. And yeah, everyone, follow PSVR Without Pro on Instagram if you haven't already. And if you're ever playing VR games, tag us on your stories and then we can share it. And it's just good to see what everyone's playing out there. There you go. And don't forget to check out Miles Dyer's YouTube channel. It's called Miles Dyer. It's also his Twitter account. At Miles Dyer. Yeah. <laughs> Just search my name. He's verified everywhere. <laughs> Guys, let's cue the cat. The cat, Brian, because I want to say have a great weekend to GC13, the Diet Pepsi cat who was talking trash the entire episode. <laughs> Thank you very much. Right. She should. Started drinking uh, early today, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that that uh, Aftershocks update ain't going to finish itself. Uh, went to the single player game cat, Alvo VR. Thank you so much. Damn. Guys, congratulations on the update. Huge update. Give us more, 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 more. Uh, I love what I'm seeing so far. We forgot to mention that they're also going to add a uh, manual reload in the future. Gabriel Double for the license to meow game cat. Meow, 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 meow. Guy Sun fist bump to you. Brax, bro, old Darth. So smash the like, Tarzan. Smash the like, Tarzan. Breath is a cat that sleeps all day, but he's awake with us because he's. Because it's not uh, a day. It's no longer day. It's <laughs> night. <laughs> and Deborah One in the chat, thank you for your wisdom. Sensei, Ninja Cat. Jason Ewing how, says howdy. <laughs> Goodbye, Jason. Alberto, <laughs> Mapom, the game. Gato. Saludos to you, friend. Mark, Pringles Leaf. Emily, back to the hashtag game kitten. Uh, have a great night. Don't hurt yourself doing those uh, recreational activities you're speaking of in the chat. Uh, Creeper Patty, <laughs> PSVR. <laughs> and Dreams, have a great weekend as well. Congratulations on your frack launch. Let's frack a go, baby. Raven Switch, good to see you. Flame Hat, Game Cat, Scott, Jesco, PSN, Harry Fellow, PSVR, Game Cat for life. This is Q the Cat. Good night, all. Good night to you as well. The Triangulator, Triangles. Triangles everywhere. Uh, Nick Mulo, trusty mod in the house. Everyone be on your best behavior. Zach, attack. Thank you for watching. Paradise Decay. Hey, good to see you, homie. Uh, oh, uh, let's see. I think that's it. Stingray X, Baggio 10, uh, Blue Jew, the underground game cat. Uh, guys, you have a wonderful weekend. Donatello, the scientist game cat. My homie, Space Denison. Go trunk, all y'all. Miles, what, Miles, one last meow before we go out. Meow. Miles, meow. <laughs> meow, meows, meow. Did, did he already leave us? <laughs> We're not getting him no, yet. We're not Do getting it. him. No, I did. I went. <laughs> oh. <laughs> there we go. Good night, everybody. Good night Have a weekend. We love you. <laughs>